All right, welcome back once again, everybody. I'm Don Seifert. It's the Dr. Tree Fruit and Don podcast. This is our fruit bite being recorded on April 17th. It's a Monday. I'm here with Carrie. Say hi, Carrie. Hello. All right. Hi, Don. Hey. Uh, you have a kind of historical update for entomology and then lots and lots of stuff for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So folks, uh, yeah. So April 17th, then we've already experienced summer, at least down here in South central Pennsylvania, though I was looking at the historical data or rather the data uh, on NUA for other parts of the state and other parts of the state has experienced summer like weather too yeah and i i'm joking that mother nature is trying to kill me <laughs> my i think the the epitaph on my headstone is like here lies carrie the 2023 season finally did her end because <laughs> it's just been nuts how fast things are going so with that uh i there's a lot to cover on the disease side of things. As far as the insect side of things, Dr. Greg Krofcheck is out of town at the moment, but I do know that we're at the petal fall stage in stone fruit for peaches and nectarines. And I know there were some important um, things that growers need to be thinking about there. Um, if you're in bloom um, for apple, no insecticide should be going on right now. Um, but I do know uh, channeling Greg and looking back last year at last year's updates, what I know Greg would want to tell folks is that all pheromone traps for monitoring fruit pests um, should be out in the orchard to be able to, um, to as far as monitoring your insects. Um, I always hear that every single year. Also, I think this is also the time that folks can be applying the hand-applied mating disruption materials like isomate and sidetrack products. And, and so... Those that are planned to control for OFM, that's oriental fruit moth, codling moth, dogwood borer, peach tree borer, or lesser tree, I'm sorry, or lesser peach tree borer. So um, you want to be putting that on sooner rather than later. And you want to be positioning these mating disruption dispensers as high within the tree canopies as possible, because this will help achieve the best control of targeted pests. The other thing that I remember, um, because this is directly impacting me, is that the petal fall spray for peaches and nectarines is, is the time to control for white peach scale. Uh, so as far as what you can do to control white peach scale, Greg has mentioned that Movento, Esteem, or Centaur are good choices for controlling white peach scale. So this is so these are your little nuggets of wisdom that I've pieced together with regards to uh, um, for, for insect control right now. Uh, also, if you do have any questions right now, the tree fruit production guide, the section five, which has the IPM tables, that will also be a guide for you as well. Um, okay, so moving on to diseases. Oh my goodness, where do we even begin? So first let's talk about the most devastating one that could happen, that's fire blight. Uh, so trees moved fast. Uh, it looked like in Adams County that things went from pink to bloom in a matter of hours. You could actually watch the petals sort of unfurl um, in real time. And so this weekend was a fire blight infection period on both Saturday and Sunday. So hopefully folks were out there and they had streptomycin or some other control product on their open blossoms by Friday. 
so you should be okay. And remember, when you apply your control like streptomycin, you're killing the bacteria within the blossom in that moment of time and resetting the clock. So with that said, uh, we're kind of in a slow burn now for bloom. So we're at full bloom or near full bloom right now. We'll probably stay this way until the end of the week. And at the end of the week, I do see forecasts for in the 80s again, and also with a chance of rain on Saturday and Sunday or Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I can't remember. Um, but with that said, if you still have bloom on your trees, a good time to spray would be probably Wednesday or Thursday to be able to reset that clock again because the pollinators will be out. They'll be able to, you know, fly to the blossoms and unwillingly deposit, you know, the bacteria back into the blossoms, the open blossoms again. Uh, so just be mindful of that. For folks that uh, might still be in pink, uh, you want to be thinking about fire blight right now because the closer we get to May, the more we see warmer temperatures. Also, again, by the late week, we're seeing warm temps again. So it's deja vu from last week. And so just as a review about fire blight of when you need to be managing them and when there is risk for infection. So there's four criteria that need to be met. Number one, the flowers need to be open and the petals need to be intact. Flowers with in petal fall are, no, are resistant uh, to fire blight. Uh, you need an accumulation of 198, 198 degree hours above 65 degrees. And it doesn't take long to achieve that when we have a string of hot weather days. You need a wedding event such as dew or rain, and you need an average daily temperature of 60 degrees. Uh, so there, you know, we'll probably be right on the edge um, of that fire blight, potential fire blight infection by the end of the week. So I wouldn't take chances um, just because this is this is a tricky time. You know, I sort of either either bloom's going to be finished fast or we're going to be in this weird protracted bloom or someone's going to be in a weird protracted bloom. So don't take any chances. And so even though you sprayed last week, if you're still in bloom this week, spray those trees again. Um, streptomycin is the control of choice. The antibiotic of choice is still does a great job in Pennsylvania. If you are um, don't use streptomycin, say you farm organically, your best bet would be Blossom Protect. That is a yeast-based product. It coats the blossoms and prevents the bacteria from getting in. Another option, if you don't have access to Blossom Protect, is a soluble copper like Magnabon CS2005 or something like um, uh, another one is MasterCop. This is the copper sulfate pentahydrate. This is a type of copper that has all the copper ions available all at once. Uh, so those types of coppers are your best bet because the copper ions are there to zap the bacteria in the blossom. You, I would also consider um, incorporating ActiGuard as well, because this would give you some stretch of control. It activates the plant defenses, but you need 48 hours for that product to turn on. Another option is Apogee as well. Um, you know, you might be too late to apply Apogee to limit blossom blight. This was work done at Cornell. Folks had applied uh, Apogee at tight cluster or bloom, and they saw protection of blossom blight as a result of this. Uh, we might, you might not be able to get that on in time to have that reaction just because Apogee takes about 10 days to do its thing, to thicken the cell walls. 
Apogee applied now or sometime during bloom or even at pink, this will start protecting you post bloom. So when the shoots start growing, but be mindful if it does turn into be one of these seasons where fire blight just kind of kicks our butt, you will need multiple applications of Apogee to limit that shoot blight, that shoot blight spread. So just something to be mindful of. We'll cover this again in another fruit bread. I'll probably talk about it next week as well. Until we're out of the woods, I'll probably talk about the role of Apogee. Okay. Uh, Don, did I miss anything with fire blight? Good. I'm getting no, the thumbs up. <laughs> I think we're good. Okay. Um, no, I, th I think okay. the, that you've, you've covered all the major points there. I know the stone fruit one is just going to be. <laughs> Which the stone, oh, the insects. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, email Greg folks or call Greg. Uh, but I, like I said, I'm just going based on what, what was written last year based on where we were and what's also in the guide, but basically things you can't go wrong with are putting up your traps just to reiterate what I said earlier, putting up your traps, the mating disruption. I know that's always best to be sooner rather than later, but, and I do know about the peach scale, the white peach scale, peach scale is needs to be controlled at petal fall. Cause that's when they're crawling. That's when you got the crawlers out and that's when they're most vulnerable. That's what I do remember. Um, but I know, I think there's a few more insects that could be critical at this time too, for peaches at petal fall. I like pump curculio and I think tarnished plant bug, but don't quote me, go to the guide section five petal fall for peach and nectarine. It has it all there. And Greg's the one that edited it. So, um, but hopefully next week, you know, Greg will be back and he'll have an update and then he'll, he may criticize me for, for stepping, for stepping out of my lane <laughs> um, with regards to insects, but Anyway, okay, so let's move back into diseases. So let's talk about fungal diseases for apples, apple scab. Okay, so if you were at Bloom this weekend, this was a major, major dump of overwintering spores, mature overwintering spores emerging from these leaves. This was a peak dispersal um, time uh, because we were at Bloom. This is when the, you would have the max number of apple scabs, apple scabs spores available. You also had a major wedding event occur this weekend around here. Uh, so this was severe disease pressure. So hopefully folks had fungicides on last week, uh, but with the impending potential rainfall for this week, you aren't out of the woods just yet. Even though apple scab spores will drastically drop off at this point, if the folks who I'm talking to is the, are the ones in bloom, if you were in pink last week, you are nearing peak or you might be at peak this week. So, you know, the rule of thumb is, is that you reach peak apple scab spore potential for apple scab spore dispersal from about late pink through petal fall, early petal fall-ish or mid petal fall, depending on, depending on what the conditions are that year. So peak can last for anywhere from one week to three weeks, depending on what, depending on what we have, what's going on outside. So if you are in an area that's in full bloom right now, you're experiencing peak. And most likely those apple scab spores were all dispersed over the weekend. A lot of them were dispersed over the weekend. You still have some trickling out. There's still quite a few that probably coming out this week. So you still want to be, be vigilant as far as keeping your fung, um, fungicides on the trees this week because 
depending on where you lived, you probably got a lot of rain on Saturday. I know we almost got an inch here on Saturday in Biglerville. Um, so at this time, when you're from pink through pedophile, you want to be thinking about the frac group seven products. So those are your, that's a Provia and Fontellus, Miravis, Excalia, uh, Luna Tranquility, um, Luna Flex. Um, so those are just some that I'm thinking off the top of my head. You can also be thinking about um, the ones that are tank mixed together, like Inspire Super, which is a frac three and nine, Vanguard, which is a nine. We have Sevia, which is a frac three. Um, so that's what you want to be using during this time from pink through pedophile. When we're getting into pedophile, also another disease that has to be on your radar. And I hounded you guys about this during the winter, both at Hershey and during the winter meetings, is Marcinina blotch. We are in Marcinina blotch weather. Uh, so I'm fairly certain that the spores are starting to go gangbusters out there right now because uh, we are now getting the good temperatures. Um, this definitely this week, definitely last week. I bet they started last week. So what do you need to be thinking about? What you need to be thinking about with scab. The frac three, nines, and sevens. That's what you need to be applying. So you should be okay. So this isn't another disease you have to control separately. What you're doing for scab is also going to be controlling for Marcinina blotch right now. So just be mindful of not allowing your protection to lapse this week because this will be another critical week. We're going to have nice warm weather. Marcinina blotch likes really warm, average warm temperatures from about you know 68 degrees and higher uh, and it likes a wedding event and all it needs is four hours of leaf wetness for it to cause infection which isn't that much time and considering the humidity in addition to the heat we have it, it doesn't take long for that to happen so please just be mindful of just keeping your trees protected this week and again we'll probably revisit this the following week too because marcinina is basically the gift that keeps on giving for a few weeks in a row so just be mindful of that. Okay, so the other thing, or uh, two more things to be thinking about um, is, is rust. We are active in rust right now. The cedar apple rust galls and quince galls are very much active. They got wet and they are basically all nice and gelatinous and spewing their spores. If you're tank mixing with mancozeb, great. That will control rust on your apple trees. Uh, if you have an issue with rust, tank mixing with a frac three like Rally or Sonoma or Sevia or some other three is an another good product in addition to Mancozeb to help sort of uh, shut down the rust infection. Uh, so still be mindful of rust because the rust galls are very much active out there. Okay, so now we've covered fire blight and the fungal diseases for apple transitioning to stone fruit. So we're at probably, depending on where you're at, if you're still in bloom, be mindful of brown rot, controlling the brown rot blossom blight um, in your stone fruit trees, because it doesn't take much. Um, it likes temperatures that anywhere from, I think it's from the I think 40 to 80 degrees and with some moisture, 41 to 86 degrees, the brown rot, like the brown rot spores, uh, like those conditions, which is what we have and, and moisture. So make sure you have your blossoms covered up with fungicides, hopefully right now. Uh, if you're in petal fall, 
Petal fall is the time you start controlling for a rusty spot or powdery mildew. It's the same thing on stone fruit. So if you have a bad rusty spot problem, powdery mildew problem, this is when you need to start. You're controlling for rusty spot at petal fall, shuck split, first cover, and second cover. So it's like almost the four next sprays starting with petal fall. That's when you need to be thinking about controlling for rusty spot. So the um, products you'd control for powdery mildew, this is what you're going to be using. So, you know, your Sonoma's, Sevia, Inspire Super, Sulfur is a good one. It's nice and cheap. So just be mindful of that. And, you know, also at Petal Fall, you, since we do have thin conditions, these those fungicides controlling for rusty spot will also help kind of even suppress apple scab. I'm sorry, not apple scab, brown rot as well. The brown rot for blossom blight. Um, so just, just be mindful of that. Uh, also, Probably a petal fall since it's kind of starting to be pretty steamy again this week, bacterial spot. So the basically bacterial spot in really good years, you probably want to start at petal fall. Um, so you want to be thinking about your mycoshield or your fire line, the oxytetracycline, or your bacterial-based products like serenade or double nickel, the plant extracts like regalia, uh, or coppers. The copper is really the is the is one of the more stronger one products, and uh, the coppers you want to be using them at the 0.5 ounces to the acre of metallic copper. So that's the the rate you're going to determine based on how much metallic copper is in that container per unit. Um, so it's you know how much how many pounds are in that product per gallon or per per pound. Um, so I've written a lot about this. Uh, Rutgers has done a lot of research on this. So there's lots of resources that should be on the web. It's in the tree fruit production guide. Uh, I'll put it in my next disease update as well, which will go out this week when I get some time to put it together. Um, so it's a lot to think about. Summer came early and with summer coming early, the disease, it's a disease bonanza out there. And I knew this was coming, Dawn. I knew it because last year, Mother Nature gave me a break. It was kind of like, eh, it really wasn't a disease year. wasn't really fire blight for us. Scab was real light. You know, Marcinina blotch kind of was a pain. Bitter rot was like, like all the diseases were kind of very vanilla. <laughs> this year, I think it's a completely different situation since we got summer weather starting the beginning of April. So I am not sure what to expect. All I know is that I'm I already feel like it's August as far as emotionally and, and stamina wise, because I think I've used my season's allotment of, of oomph and juice just in the last two weeks. So yeah, I, it ain't over. It ain't over yet. So I went back the other day and, and listened to some of the stuff from early season last year. And it was well, like listening to your updates were just, they were just kind of like, yeah, everything's fine. Things start thinking about this. You probably have a week, you know, da, da, da. and it was very, it was very nice. It, it really, it seemed very, very calm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now it's like, oh gosh, everything's going to hit the fan. And if I sound tired, it's because I am tired. <laughs> uh, last week it was, we had our fire blight trials last week and it was just like go time, no rest for the weary. So, and it's still that way. We're still, we're still going full tilt. Yeah. So. All right. I think that's probably. I think I covered it. Yeah. And yeah. And I will say full disclaimer, the entomology stuff. I'm not an entomologist. 
I was picking up what Greg has mentioned over the years and what he said last year and from the tree fruit production guide. Um, so I tried to mention at least something that I think was important for this time. I know there's more to add just based on what I've read from Greg's stuff. I don't know the biofix dates for around here yet, um, personally. So I, I wasn't going to say anything that might skew things. But I mean, you can't go wrong with traps, mating disruption, and white peach scale at petal fall. So. <laughs> cool. That works. All right. Thanks, Carrie. All uh, right. Thanks, Don. Good luck, folks. Get it in everyone's hands. All right. Yeah. Say goodbye, everybody. See you later. Bye.